Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. First, of course, the schools is the big uh, topic of the day. And I know a lot of you are going, when are they going back, Niles? I want to know, would you be happy for your child to return to school tomorrow? For example, if the schools open tomorrow, would you be all right with that? A two-cabinet subcommittee will meet later this week to firm up recommendations on this year's Leaving Cert, as well as the phased return to schools. As the Irish uh, Times reports, there are suggestions emerging from the government that the timetable for a wider reopening of schools might be delayed, a little following uh, following the latest public health advice on new variants of COVID. As uh, talks continued on Tuesday evening between the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, and the Teachers' Union, the government said it hoped the negotiations of the Leaving Cert arrangements would reach a conclusion this week. And a spokesperson said that the Cabinet's Education Subcommittee was meeting today in an effort to bring clarity on the Leaving Cert situation and a phased reopening of the schools. Now, the government spokesperson said there was no definite date yet on the reopening of schools, but said that the Leaving Cert classes would be the immediate priority, followed by early years primary children, namely junior infants and senior infants. In other words, they're just talking nonsense. In other words, they're not giving you any dates, they're not giving you any times, it's just a load of words on a page that looks good. And one post-primary union uh, our teachers' unions, uh, the TUI, has already said that it would have been prepared to cooperate with the return from next week. At primary level, one education source said they would like to get all pupils back together, but it will depend on public health advice. So you're hearing so many mixed stories. There are about 560,000 pupils in mainstream primary schools, of whom 6,822 are due back to return next week in the initial phase of the post-Christmas reopening. As well as that, 8,351 pupils in special schools have returned on a part-time basis since last Thursday and there are further 370,000 pupils in post-primary schools including 280,000 special cases who are due to return next Monday. So when it comes to the COVID-19 risk arising from schools uh, the empathetic message from the public health specialist said or the Emphatic message, I say not empathetic message, the public health specialist said that it is, they are not a significant source of outbreaks. There has been a consistent message from NEFIT to the World Health Organization and the European Centre for Disease Prevention and Control. At the start of January, the Minister of State, Josepha Madigan, said there was a relatively no, low number of cases in schools in the last week before Christmas break of 3,321 students that were tested uh, in child, schools and childcare facilities, only 128 were positive. 106 were under the age of 17. Under the age of 17, 106, they were less likely to spread it, obviously, because that's the evidence that we have so far. Testing was conducted in 185 facilities, and 37 of those were shown to have outbreaks. I want to know, would you be happy for your kids to go back to school? If they turned around tomorrow and said, OK, well, let's open the schools. I want to know if you're a teacher. I want to hear from teachers as well. And I want to hear from students. And I want to hear from parents. Would you be happy for the schools, for the government to turn around tomorrow and say, OK, let's open them. I'll go back to school tomorrow. The way it was back in November. 87 8 I want to hear from teachers. I want to hear from parents. I want to hear from students. I want to hear from you all. Mams and dads, everybody. Would you be happy to send them back to school tomorrow? 87 8 is the number you can text or you can WhatsApp. Terry, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Terry? I'm good, and you, know. Good, Terry. Would you be happy for the kids to go back tomorrow, if that was the case? It's not going to happen, by the way, but I'm just asking, theoretically. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I, think I would. Uh, as you know, I've been on with you before. I do have a child with special needs, and she was one of the ones that they were talking about bringing back early. And I, I, I declined that because 
my view on it was if it's uh, not safe for my other two children to go to the same school that she'd be going to, it's not safe for her either. But uh, I think if they were saying open the schools for everyone, yeah, and I think I'd send them back and maybe they should consider bumping the teachers up the vaccine list and then might, might get it back quicker then that way. I don't think so. I don't think teachers need to be bumped up the vaccine list. Why, why do you think that? I don't know, because then, then there's the, the worry. There's a lot of people worried about it. Like, I, I know the kids aren't so much the spreader, but the teachers could be. So why not vaccinate all them quicker and get all the yeah, well, the, yeah, I mean, every every sector, every sector can probably pitch in with an argument as to why they should be bumped up. For example, I believe that the, the workers in Tesco's and Dunn's are probably at a higher risk than school teachers, to be honest. They meet more people every day uh, from all walks of life. Well, should we bump them up the list too while we're at it? Everybody has a reason yeah, to be bumped up the list. <laughs> if you bump one up, then there's going to be a yeah, absolutely. people wanting to get bumped up. I mean, within the next within the next few weeks, right? According to the government's vaccine program, all of the over eighties, all of the people in residential care, all of those at high risk should be vaccinated, right? In the next few weeks, according to the government, right? So the theory that you know, uh, like, and we know children are not really at risk. Uh, No child has really died. Well, one child has died under the age of eighteen in this country, and unfortunately, that child had underlying conditions. And I'm not playing down the death of that child, but that child had underlying conditions, right? So, children are not really at risk from COVID nineteen. Now, the theory was, of course, that the child gets it, brings it home to Granny and Granddad. But now, in the next few weeks, if according to Stephen Donnelly, we get through all these older people, they're not going to be at risk either. That's the whole point of this vaccine, isn't it? So, so what's holding us back? Uh, but when Stephen Donnelly says the next few weeks, you're reading in by, by November. <laughs> well, probably, yes. I couldn't agree with you more. I've never seen such a shambolic organisation in my life, to be honest with you. It's a joke, yeah. absolute joke. But in saying that, if it goes according to plan, you know, there's no reason why the schools shouldn't open because the rabbit hole theory is out the window then. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. agree. And even then, the rabbit hole theory was only a theory in, in a sense that, you know, it was still a rare occasion that a child would pick it up in school and bring it home to mam, who would in turn visit granny. And, you know, so in the meantime, for the next three or four weeks, we should just say they can go back to school, but just avoid your children going near granny if she hasn't been vaccinated. So they haven't been going near granny uh, anyway. Anyway, so probably, yeah. Another few weeks isn't going to do any harm then. Well, that, well, that's the point, I mean. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because this is killing children. It really is. When I say killing them, I mean they're killing their mental health. It's disastrous. Okay, let me uh, go to Dave. Stay there. Let me go to Dave. Dave, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dave? No, no, no. Dave, Terry says, uh, yeah, he'd be okay as long as they were all going back together. But he wasn't too happy when his own child with special needs was asked to go back because he didn't believe it was safe enough. Um, yeah, I can't really talk to that. Like, I mean, I don't have a kid with special needs, so I, I wouldn't really have much you know, experience in that regard. But when it comes to the schools reopening, I'd be delighted. Mm. I'd nearly pitch, I'd nearly pitch a tent on the lawn at the school just to make sure he was there early enough the next morning. <laughs> no, I'd nearly dress him the night before and put him into bed just so we can launch him out like first thing the next morning when he opened up. And is, um, he, is he missing school himself? He is missing school, but see, we live down the country, so we kind of have our own social bubble, as they call it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the same few people we see. You know, we all have. You know. Um, at-risk family members, so we're basically, apart from our family, they're the only people we see, but we also kind of have geography on our side, so we don't really, you know, like, if I go and shopping, I'm not going to be walking in around, like, loads and loads of people, you know, it'll be fairly quiet, so... 
Yeah, it's not in a city, re- yes, of course. Yeah, in that, in that regard, we're not doing too bad. So they're still kind of socialising a bit. Kids are still going down to the playground. They're still playing out on the road. Uh, they're not doing too bad. My, my young fellow now, my niece are okay, but my, my nephew now, um, he needs a little extra help in school, and he is finding it very hard himself. Do you know? Mm, yeah. Um, like, he can't wait. Like, he actually turned around. He turned around to me there recently. He goes, I can't wait to go back to school. And there were words I thought I'd never, never hear a child say. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Because, of no. course, many years ago, we all remember being in school. We couldn't wait to be off. Any excuse just to be off. Oh, yeah, ma. <laughs> I, don't yeah. Feel well. I don't feel well. You know. The heating, like sort, sort, the heating is not working. Can we go home? That's it, yeah. And I mean, to be fair now, to my young for school, um, I know some people, like, you know, are having, you know, bad experiences with, with their schools and stuff. My young for school, have gone above and beyond. They have done an absolutely exemplary job at trying to keep the kids, you know, uh, keep their brains active, keep them doing work. You know, like, they're not just all sitting around at home smoking cigars and drinking brandy like some people are trying to make out the teachers are doing. Mm. You know, they're constantly Who's in sitting at home so who's smoking cigars? No, in? but I'm just saying, just, you know, you hear some people, the way some people are talking about the teachers, you, you swear they were all just getting ready to fly off to Tenerife there. And ah, well, some that. of them are, in fairness. I, look, there are, yeah, but sure, look, there are bad I mean, teachers. I mean, I mean, we're all going on that the teachers are wonderful people, and, and some of them are wonderful people, and some of them really care passionately about the children, right? Mm. But there are teachers around the country who are not doing an awful lot at the moment. And, you know, because maybe the kids in that area don't have great internet, or maybe the teacher's just lazy, and they're just doing, uh, setting out a few homework things or a few bits and pieces for the kids, the kids to do, oh, e- yeah, emailing to them once a day. Where yeah, there are other teachers who are very active on Zoom all day yeah. long with the kids. They're, yeah, they're different. You know. Yeah, but you'll you'll find that in every walk of life. Do you know what I mean? Like there are lads. Yeah, but working. the ones that are not doing very much, but I believe they should be at a PUP payment. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be just like you get in, you get the job, and you're sorted for life. Like it should well, be, you know, almost, that's what it is, almost like it? a. Mer- yeah, this is the way we should treat our politicians. It should be like a meritocracy. It's like if you want the wage and if you want the expenses and all the great things that come with the job, prove that you, you know, that you've earned it. Yeah, but in Leo Varadkar's moment of sanity there before Christmas, when he turned around and said if Neff had run 300 quid a week, they wouldn't be making these decisions. If all of these people, including government, including Neff, including these professors and scientists and everybody else, or teachers and everybody was on 300 quid a week, we wouldn't be making these decisions. Hey, come here to me. Don't mind that snake in the grass. He's, that that fellow flicks his finger, sticks into the air and sees what way the political wind is blowing. Well, that's what he you was know, doing he, last night again on primetime, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't really trust anything to come out of his fork-tongued mouth now, to be fair. Like, do you know? And, like, I've spoken to some teachers, and they said to themselves, they would much rather be in the class with the kids, because... Well, then why having, aren't like, they? It's, it's the unions. It's it's not them. It's not the... T- you know, but the I unions are saying the same thing over and over again. We're not going back till it's 100% safe. There's no job. Shall I come in here? It's not 100% safe. The girl who works in Duns or the guy who works in Tesco's, their job is not a 100% safe. Even before COVID-19, by the way, your job wasn't 100% safe. So, I agree with you. I mean, it's a ridiculous I work, theory. I, I could come into work and lose a, lose a finger in the morning if I'm not safe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if, we're, if we're going to get really pedantic about it, my job is infinitely more dangerous than a teacher's job. But unfortunately, it's the vocal minority are the ones that are kicking up a thing for everybody because I've spoken to teachers and they've said to themselves this whole like going through Seesaw and, and Zoom calls and stuff is grand but they would much prefer to be hands on because it's as much like the kids who are doing okay it's the kids that need that extra little bit of help you know and you can't do that digitally you can't you know you can say okay well you're doing wrong in X, Y and Z uh, and I'm going to try and show you how to do that 
but it doesn't always work out. Because and and by the way, can I say there's a huge divide here in relation to schooling at the moment because you have a lot of schools or a lot of kids who were in families, let's say middle class, who might have enough devices uh, for their three kids, you know, to do their Zoom calls all day long and everything else. And then you and they have good internet. Then you have other families who just can't afford that, or yeah, or, or maybe they don't have the wherewithal. And unfortunately, their kids are suffering badly. Yeah, and you also have families that have substance abuse problems, mental health issues. Yeah. You have families out there who just couldn't give two shits what their kids do. Yeah, a lot of you know, kids, I, I know a lot of kids that come from the Desh schools and, you know, and I'm not saying all their parents don't care. That's that's certainly unfair to say that. But there are a lot of kids or parents out there who don't have the same care for their children and responsibility for their children as others and are not making sure their kids are doing their, their work yeah, in school and line. And look, even like my, my young lad, he, he gets, on, uh, gets on fairly well with his schoolwork, but he's even finding it hard because it's not just like, here's your work, you're able to do your work, do your work, send your work in. You also have the school environment, you know, like trying to learn at home as opposed to sitting at your desk surrounded by your classmates and your teacher is completely different. You know, you might be able to do the work, but you might not uh, be absorbing it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, it's like working from home for a lot of people. They say that they, they don't like it because it's a different feel as to being in the office. Okay, but do me a favor. Stay there for a second because I want to go to Sheila as well, who is a school teacher. Uh, Sheila, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sheila? Hi, Niall. Hi. Look, a tough time for everybody, right? And, and it really is. I know it's awkward for everybody, including school teachers. And I did say there are school teachers who care, but there are those who clearly don't, Sheila. So, I mean, what's the answer to all this? Well, I don't know what the answer is, but as I said in my text, and Ashley rang me, and I just said, you're a bit of a teacher basher. But... Um, I'm not a teacher basher. There's some good teachers. I've said that three times today. There's some good teachers who care passionately about the kids. You seem to come down heavily on the teachers and you keep bringing up people who work in supermarkets. The difference between a supermarket worker and a teacher is, and right back at the beginning of the pandemic, they said two metres distance for less than 10 minutes. But a teacher is in a classroom with children for 40 or 45 minutes. And I think that's where the difference between... But this, yeah, but you're with the same 20 or 40 children. Whereas in a, a supermarket, you have thousands of people coming in and out. But so they're, not, they're not in close distance for more than 10 minutes, which is how you contract the virus. But they're, they're in short, close distance to many people. I would but imagine not, the risk is equal, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, my point anyway, when I texted in, was that it would be much easier if schools were open. It's easier for teachers and it's definitely easier for pupils teaching online we run a full time table uh, you know 8.45 to 3.45 we have classes all day long but trying to engage students that way is definitely much more difficult than when you're in a classroom it's harder to see even with cameras on if somebody is fully engaged if they fully understood what you're trying to teach them so from my point of view yes be back in the classroom but this government seems to have no plan it's like let's drip feed in six okay, years. Okay, so uh, answer me a question, Sheila. Right? What if the government said say tomorrow we want all teachers to go back to school? Right? What would be your objection right now at this very moment in time, or do you I would have, have an no objection? objection? No, I would have no. You objection. would have no objection. I would be running back into school on Monday. Okay, well then, why isn't every teacher I... like you? Well, I don't know. And why I aren't guess, the why I, aren't you all saying that's the unions? We care well, about the kids. We want to go back. Union, and I do think the unions have a role to play in this because I think they're taking a voice 
for teachers who they're are... Not, they're not, from what I'm listening to, and I listen to teachers come on the show on a regular basis, and for a lot of teachers, they're not the voice of the teachers. The te- a lot of the teachers That's want to I'm go back. Saying. I think the yeah. unions are taking a voice that is not the voice of the teachers. So I, I don't know where the union are getting they, The union's line place. constantly, all the time, is uh, we want it to be 100% safe. That's the line. That's just the line that's put out there all the time. And I, well, I we managed. We managed very well from the end of August Absolutely. right through to Christmas to keep schools open, and there was no problem. Now, yes, bear in mind, um, I did have students out on a regular basis for two weeks who yeah. were COVID positive or yeah. were close contacts. But you know, I think so long as you maintained wearing your masks, and I certainly, unlike pre-COVID, I would have been up and down the classroom. <laughs> bending over checking students' work. I did not do that. But I think that's a compromise you have to still have students. Yes, you can do that from the top of the class, of course. Absolutely. Well, you can't check work. Well, no, obviously. But it's it's still better engagement and better socially and better mentally. And Like, I think everybody mentally is now really, really struggling because this government has no end in sight for us. Everything is pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Um... So I think, yeah, if they said back in school on Monday, um, me anyway, I'd be like a hot snot in there. Right, OK. So you see, there's, there's what I'm saying, Dave. Most teachers, and a lot of teachers feel like Sheila, but there are other teachers that are holding this up in, with the unions, of course, with the assistance of the unions, with these kind of demands that seem to make very little sense. Yeah, and you just heard it right there for yourself. That lady probably represents the vast, vast majority. Who will go back to school there. like a hot snuff, as she put of it. Of course they will, because I, I've been talking, like, some of the teachers, like, they're not just finishing at three or four o'clock. They're, they're at it till five, six, seven, eight o'clock at night, because do they correct them work and going down through work, through seesaw, it takes a lot more time then, you know, you can do it in the class with kids. And by the way, can I just say to Bodhi, that's well and good for Sheila and her class and for other teachers in their classes. And Sheila sounds like she's she's doing her bit, you know, from morning to, to, to evening or whatever it is, right? But unfortunately for every kid out there, it's not the same because they don't have a device or they don't have the opportunity to do that. Or there are teachers who are literally just doing up a bit of work in the morning, send them an email, do that today, we'll just, and that'll be it, and I'll check it later on. And they're not yeah, engaging okay. properly with the children. Yeah, of course. But like I said to you already as well now, like you get that in every walk of life. There's lads that I work with that like just show up. They don't do anything. You get that everywhere. You're never going to get like a 100% working well workforce. It's yeah, but but the difference is is when they're in school, even those teachers who may not be as passionate about their job have to do their job because they're in the classroom. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah, but you know what, like if you'll allow me to get a bit conspiratorial uh, for a second, I personally think that the powers that be are quite happy that we're having these conversations and that we're almost pitting ourselves, you know, like the private sector versus the public sector, teachers versus parents at home. You know, people working from home versus people who have to go in. Because it just, we're taking our eye off the ball, which the real problem is from the top down. Like, what we really need when everything goes back to some semblance of normality is a complete restructuring of our political system. Because if the 12 months, have, the last 12 months have showed us anything, is it doesn't work. It's the more you pay somebody and the more, like, uh, I would say, the, the more systems you put in place for that person to, like, evade actually being judged on the merits of their work, the more apathetic they get. You know, if you're a guy who's on 90 grand a year plus another 40 or 50 grand expenses, it doesn't matter how shit of a job you do, you're still getting your ministerial pension. 
they're the real issues we have right now. That's what we have. To okay, do. okay, all right, okay. We well, listen. I got to take a break. Sheila, thank you very much indeed. Uh, and Dave, th- thank you very much indeed. Okay, loads and loads of people texting in. Yes, I would send my kids back in the morning. No problem at all. Uh, no, do you not realize there's a virus out there? Why would I send my children into a dangerous environment? That's a little bit of an exaggeration, to be honest with you. Uh, let me go to Karen. Karen, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Karen? Hi, how are you? Good, Karen. In relation back to the schools again, uh, look, it's just a mess. You've got the unions and the government making this into some sort of political football, and the kids are the ones that are suffering. If they were open tomorrow, would you let your kids go back? Um, well, I just mind. I mind uh, two kids for two different families. And, um, like the little boy that I mind, I'm here today now with a man. I said it to him. And he was like, yes, I want to go back. And I was like, why? And he goes, I hate homeschooling. So, and he's just like, you know, you say he misses his friends. And, yeah. you and know, he's only seven, he's seven years of age, is he? Yeah. 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 And he'd love to go back. And I know most of them feel the same way I, I, because I know an 11 year old as well. And she just can't wait to go back to school because as much she realizes herself, she's clever enough to realize that she's not being educated properly and that she has to work that bit harder to try and keep up. You know what I mean? So that they are clever enough to understand they're missing out. Yeah, no, definitely. And like, you know, like I like I found when he started fractions and I was like, Oh my god, it's been years since I've done this. I know. And, you know, I I was trying to explain it to him the best I could, but I just wasn't explaining it right. Well you're not a teacher. And he was just like, I don't get it, I don't get it. And I was I like, you know, you're getting like you're like, I don't know how to explain it. You know? I, I know. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how good I'd be at thankfully my kids have all grown up, but I don't know how good I'd be at homeschooling young kids, particularly when it comes to Irish and stuff like that, I'd be doomed. But I mean yeah, even I, I mean I did well at maths in school. But even now I, I still struggle with things like fractions, percentages, and all all that kind of stuff, you know, I'd still struggle like everybody else. Yeah, and you forget, it's so, like, it's so amazing how you forget everything, though, I know, as well. I know, I know. You know, know. And, like, Irish I haven't done since I was in primary school, so, you know, I'm trying to, like, FaceTime my cousin who's, like, fluent in Irish and being like, what does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to do our leave insert, and it's just, it's, it's just a nightmare. Well, that's why you're not a teacher, Karen. <laughs> 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 and we're not trained as teachers, but we're expected no. to be teachers as well as parents, I suppose, and minders and everything else over the last eight, eight or nine months. But, I mean, do, do you think that the, these kids are going to get back to school in the next month? No. No, I don't, I don't, see, I don't see much I hope don't for it. So. No, no, I don't think so. I love them to go back, but no. And I think it's so unfair on them as well. Like, Yeah. I feel sorry. And, and, and I also feel sorry. I don't want to, by the way, discount the fact there's many students in third level education around the country. All those students that paid for the third level education, three and a half grand, whatever it is per year, depending on where you happen to be, they should get a refund because most of the work they're doing is online. They can get an online course for a tenth of the price. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I don't yeah. know. I don't know how the colleges can justify charging them the full price when they're not actually in the college. Yeah, I know. Like he, like the boy I mind now, he's in a like a fee film thing like you so you know it is it's a bit of a nightmare because yeah. last year you know they were kind of thinking that they might get some kind of money back but yeah they didn't and, yeah you should yeah. we we all should be getting money back for different things like people's cars sitting in gardens because they're not going to work anymore and you're still paying the insurance and the tax on it yeah well I got a 40 euro voucher oh for, so did I yeah for an all for one voucher you get that too did you yeah yeah <laughs> I got a load of wine with it. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good evening on and who are you with? What insurance company are you with? Um I was with Chill and with one two three now. That's who I'm with, one two three and I yeah, I think I got a thirty or forty euro voucher. Yeah. Actually, that, you just reminded me. 
I must use it. I got it ages ago and I have it in my pocket and I haven't actually used it because if you don't use those for a while, doesn't something happen? I think they're valid for like over a year. All right, look, I should be all right. So we'll stay there for a second because Caroline, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Caroline? Good, thanks, Niall. How are you? Good, Caroline. Okay, you've got a suggestion. Why can't the teachers do shifts? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Exactly. Okay, all right. In what respect? Give me, give me your plan there. Break it down for me. Well, I did read something there the other day where the vaccine or the virus isn't uh, lasting on surfaces as uh, much as they thought. Mm-hmm. So um, I just don't understand why schools couldn't open, we'll say, at nine o'clock in the morning as usual, bring in the younger children till maybe 12. Uh, air out the rooms, open all the windows, the doors, whatever you want to do for half an hour, bring in the next group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so on. So some, some level of part-time education, even, for the time being. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, the education day does not have to stop at 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock. Why can't they work from 5 to 10 at night? Absolutely. With the, with the Leaving Cert students. I mean, there is no teacher that I don't know, especially for Leaving Cert, that don't give grinds at that hour of the evening. So, yeah. you know... And let's be clear, they don't have a social life at the moment anyway. So, I mean, it's not not like they'd be doing something else. No, and it would be just in tune with everybody else that's had to put their shoulder to the wheel, so to speak. Wonderful idea, but I can tell you now, the unions would say absolutely no to that. Well, you know, (laughs) sometimes the unions don't get it right. And it's about time, like I listened to that teacher earlier on who said that she didn't feel that the union was, you know... The voice of the people. The voice of the, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, why can't the teachers come out and themselves? They all, you know, are individuals with Yeah, they've mouths on them, as my mother would say. Exactly. You know, you've got yeah, a mouth on have. you. Yeah, that's <laughs> what my mother would say. You've got a mouth on you, haven't you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I've spoken to a lot of teachers who disagree with their own union. So why aren't they saying something? I don't know why they're not. Now, you've got your own situation with a son in college as well, by the way. Yes, yeah. And, um, you know, unfortunately, he probably is going to give up because he had the online courses haven't worked for him. Now, I'm not saying they don't work for everybody. But, you know, the reality of it is... A he lot doesn't of have the, the same kind of enthusiasm, I suppose, with the online. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Now, he is, he's got a part-time job. He's up working in our local supermarket and has done throughout the pandemic. So, you know, and I mean, they had to go in and he had to do a, um, a month of nights, or I think it was nearly three months of nights in the end. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, these were things that nobody had signed up to, but because of the times we were living in, you know, people rode in. And Absolutely. And, I, and by the way, with the greatest respect, I don't see the people working in supermarkets dropping like flies. So, I mean, no. no. And there hasn't been, if you look at the data, there hasn't been a huge amount of outbreaks in supermarkets. Um, well, I can give you one better. In the past, um, I'm talking about. They're the only yeah. thing open now, so that's the only place there's outbreaks now. Because the only yeah, thing open. Well, I, I have two boys, and one of them, the older boy, did actually... Um, come down with the virus. Yeah. Got it out playing golf, believe it or not. Right. And myself and my other son, who works in the supermarket, we, you know, isolated, restricted our movements, but neither of us contacted it. Right, okay. And the son that got it, how was he? He Was was he okay? He's fine, thank God. Yeah. yeah it, it was like a bad flu. But, Just like you know. Cup. Okay. All right, okay. Well, and for most people, actually, at worst case scenario, for most people, that's usually the situation. It's just yeah. like a very bad cold or whatever. For most people, actually, of your son's age, he probably wouldn't get any symptoms at all. He was unfortunate probably to get symptoms at his age. Uh, but look, well, it's now, a- no, the eldest fellow was. He was he was sick for a week. He had yeah. a very high temperature yeah, for absolutely. a good three or four days. So, you know, it did knock him for the two weeks. Oh, it does, yeah. Death. I'm sure, sure and, it can do you. Um, and, and, and I believe you can feel quite tired for a few weeks afterwards as well, just like any virus can knock the you-know-what out yeah. of you. 
You yeah. know what I mean? But absolutely, I, I see your idea there. Karen, that's a good idea, isn't it? Get them back to school on a, sh- like a shift, sort of like, I don't know, you know, part-time, on a part-time basis. Yeah, well, I don't see why they can't do that um, for the leaving search. Like, bring like the class in and put them in all different rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, like five in each room or whatever, you know? Absolutely. And even search that way. Yeah, I mean, and the only thing about that now would be you'd have one teacher probably with 30 kids, so she couldn't or he couldn't divide themselves between the rooms. Yeah, but even as far as doing the Leaving Cert itself is concerned, either way, from what I remember from doing Leaving Certs and, and Intercerts in my day, you had to sit about a metre or two metre away from somebody else anyway. They were, always yeah. dis- they were always distanced in case people were copying anyway. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing as well is, you know, we could do some sort of situation where I, every school has a school hall. Uh, they could easily yeah. fit 30 or 40 into a school hall for learning, I'm talking purposes, over the next couple of months. Uh, you know, and have two teachers there standing in the hall. Uh, they don't have to be beside them. Uh, and then they could use classrooms then for the excess, maybe for an, an, use an extra two or three teachers then to deal with the rest of the year. Because it is only one year of students. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, something has to be done. But uh, I, I did watch the TV last night where they were saying now that oh. the junior cert might be uh, done to the boards this year. Yeah, well, you know, here's another idea. Why can you not use all the hotels that are currently closed? And they, most of them would have ballrooms and function rooms where junior cert students could be accommodated. Absolutely. There's, there's ways out of everything. We're just not looking for the ways. Listen, I have to take a break. Thank you very much indeed, Karen, with your seven-year-old. And I hope your, your son does okay, Caroline. I hope he doesn't drop out because of lack of interest. But I could certainly understand why he might and why many students, third-level students, are in that situation at the moment. They paid to go to a college. They're not going to a college. That's a whole other thing, by the way, that you all need to deal with personally. If you paid for your son or daughter's education in a college and they're not going to college, they're doing it online, I'm pretty sure there are courses out there you could do online that are far cheaper I personally would be asking for the college for a part, part refund. Hi Niall, just a quick one. Um, it's interesting with the unions, um, all the teachers that come on seem to say, oh we want to go back to school, we want to go back to school, but correct me if I'm wrong, don't the teachers, aren't the teachers members of the union? So some teachers must be, <laughs> there must be a lot of teachers saying they don't want to go back, um, uh, safety and all that. Um, so... You know, to have a union, you have to have members. So at the end of the day, it's, it just doesn't make much sense. Um, another thing as well, I think a lot of kids do want to go back, but there are kids with underlying health problems as well that uh, get an awful lot of hassle when they're off school. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, have a great day. Hello, Niall. My name is Caroline. I'm just really annoyed when I hear certain comments from different people. I have a special needs son, his name is Louis, he's going to Redhill and Patrice Well. He's returned this week. He's as happy as Larry. In fact, just to blow that out of context, um, the actual schools are probably the safest place you can actually go at the moment because there's no uh, cultivation of the actual virus. It's actually deadened to the point of elimination. So therefore, I don't understand these teachers, they won't come back. I'll tell you one thing, if I was Taoiseach, I'd be rewriting their contracts. They either go back to work or we fire them. Thank you. There you go. There's, that's your thoughts on it anyway. Let me go to Emma. Emma, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Emma? And all, how are you? She knows where she's going there, doesn't she? Back yeah. to work or we fire them, huh? Well, I wouldn't fire them, but I tell you, they wouldn't be long going back if they were on the COVID money. No, they, this is true. This is true. <laughs> okay, uh, Emma, in relation to your daughter, and you, I, I do remember you were actually on with us before. Yeah. You talked about your daughter who had OCD and she was yep. finding it very, very difficult, the, the lack of schedule and the lack of everything. How is yep. she now? 
Oh, she's like a different child. Thanks yeah. to you guys. I had my other half recorded the show and we sent it down to my family in Mayo, you know. Right. Um, my dad just clicked that he knew someone in Mayo Mental Health. Okay. And he, he put me in touch with them. And they just opened doors here in Dublin for me just with a list of psychologists and stuff. I had to go private, Nile, in the end. Okay, which was uh, expensive, I'm assuming. Yes, my yeah. mum and dad paid for it. I couldn't okay. afford it myself. And you know um, you know what? Isn't it sad that there's the inequality of that? Yes. Uh, and, I mean, I, you, you were in a lucky situation that your mum and dad paid. Exactly. And, but not and everybody has that, lucky. that. Not everyone has that, yeah. that, that, that look with them, yeah. you know. Um, but Cam's have seen her. Cam's have called her in last week. Yeah. So that's huge. And they gave her medication just before Christmas. Cam okay. said. She's like a different child. Okay, so she's able yeah. to handle life a little bit better now. Yes. And, and now I'm, anxi- I'm, I'm anxious to see her go back to school, though, to see does it set her back a bit, because I think it will, but even okay. if set back is fine, it's normal. With and has she, talked about, has she talked about school much? No, she hasn't said much about it, to be right. honest. Okay. Um, like, she knows, like, I was here, la- like, the other day going, woohoo, back on the 1st of March, you know? <laughs> um, but I don't understand why they're not back. I can't fathom it. Like, I think there's a lot of parents around the country who have gone, woo. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Waving them off. See you now, I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's kind of, like, I'm only working from home this time round. Yeah. So last time I had been laid off, but then I got a new job, and this, since January I'm at home. Okay. So how are you like, find how are you finding that with dealing you know with the, oh, the child the and everything week, else? Then the first week was torture because yeah. I couldn't get everything under control. But I just started getting up earlier. That's what I had to do. And I how are you finding how are you finding a quiet trying to get a quiet room to do? Oh uh, yeah, I'm I, like are you, I, I, when you're working from home, are you on Zoom or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, the team's calls. Yeah, I'm doing them upstairs. They're always asking me why do you have Avengers in the background? And it's my son's wallpaper <laughs> on his wall. You I know? know, it's hard to find a quiet spot, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah, and then I, they come I'm in. the same. I record a few interviews now and again at home. Yeah. And, and you know, just come in when you're on the call. I know. And or somebody closes the do... door in the background, slams the door, and I go, oh, for me, the dogs are barking, the washing <laughs> machine is going. I'm like, oh my God. But I just don't understand, Niall. My point was that if the supermarket workers are allowed behind the purse, like, why aren't the teachers? Why can they not be behind the, the purse? Super, but hang on, the supermarket workers, right? I mean, I know that the, uh, Sheila, the teacher, had a bit of an issue with me saying that earlier on. Um, when we talk about social distancing, right, I go to my local supermarket, which is always very busy. They don't seem to have the queues anymore. They used to have queues. Yeah, uh, no, they don't. But they, they seem, maybe, now maybe they're letting more people in. I don't know what, what the story is. But anyway, because I'm assuming they're still as busy. But yeah. anyway, th- like there's guys and girls there stacking shelves, putting stuff mm-hmm. up. People are walking within inches of them constantly. Yeah. And it's not just the same 22 or 40 pe- kids, whatever it is that the teacher would have. It's thousands of different people. Random different people. Walking past yeah. them, touching the bread, touching the yeah. stuff. That they're touching and and, yeah, and so and and yet they're not dropping like flies. I don't want, like, but I see the teachers are heavily unionized. I feel like they're just they don't. I think the teachers don't want to work. They're sitting. Not all of them. I don't believe I, 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 You know, no. There's a majority of them that want to go back, but there are some who are happy to sit at home on seesaw or whatever and get paid, paid in full. Sure, why wouldn't you? Getting paid in full. That's yeah. why I just think throw them on the COVID money and they soon won't be long going back. Yeah, I, I, and, I know a lot of people are saying that. And and for the teachers who are working hard, and I, like for example, my they're daughter... They're working probably harder now, Niall, than they were because I know a few teachers who are summer, like, as the other summer. person said, they're correcting, they're on CISO, the, the homework goes up the night before. and some are, Yeah, but around. some are doing feck all and some are yeah. working hard. I know, for example, my daughter, she sits there and she's on her laptop and I actually overheard one day because I don't like you know, snooping. Uh, she's doing her leave and start this year. But I overheard at one stage, and I won't mention the child's name, I'll just say Charlie, right? right? But I overheard the teacher on Zoom, Charlie, put your phone down, please. 
And I, oh, yeah. oh my God, she's actually yeah. disciplining them on Zoom, on Zoom which I is know. which is great to see them actually one to one. They obviously know I couldn't see the screen, but obviously all the kids' faces are there, and there yeah. and the teacher is there, right? But but in saying that, there are other kids who are just getting you know a note in the morning, do this, this, and this, and send it to me by this time, and that's all they're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's no good. That's no good. Like I don't feel my children are learning anything. I no. do. Like I have the list of what they need to do that day. I have the books ready from the night before. And then they come downstairs, no electronics until schoolwork is done. So you'll find them starting at half eight. Yeah. Get it done. And that's it. They're not learning it. They're just doing. And what, and what time are they finished at? Uh, they only take an hour. They fly through it. Right. So because there's no learning, Niall. It's no, just, I know. It's, it's just, just doing a, tor- a, ch- a task and that's it. Read, yeah. Yeah, read this, answer the questions, do this page of maths. They're just do, 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 done. Yeah, they're not taking so they're getting anything. they're getting essentially an hour to two hours of schooling a day. That's it, maximum, and I mean yeah. maximum. Like now, you know, they're out in the road more than they are doing their school. Like they do everything they have to do, but yeah. I don't feel they're learning. I don't feel they're picking anything up. No, and they're losing out. Like since Christmas, you know, they lost yeah. out last year. You know, again, mine are only in fourth class and first class. It's not a, like it's not an exam year. I know people, know? and people are saying that maybe, maybe what we're going to have to do is have give kids an extra year of schooling to make up for this. But I don't think the schools they're designed physically to no, deal, because to then deal all you'll have to delay the, the starters. Yeah, of That's course. That's where yeah. it'll be hindered. It's those new people coming in in the September. But I don't understand why if the teachers are so worried, like that Go they can't sit behind a perspex box. Yeah. And say, explain to the kids with COVID, I can't be coming to your desk. You put your law of service, and I'll answer your questions. Yeah, it's absolutely. Simple. Okay, and, well, and I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more, Emma. If I had my way, if I was Leo Varadkar with a smarmy face, yeah. I would, I would be on the telly tonight saying we're opening the schools up tomorrow. Any teacher who doesn't want to go back, that's fine. You can stay at home, and we and give you a PUP. PUP yeah, I 100 percent agree. And then, unless yeah. of course you have some medical reason why you can't go back. Emma, I've run out of time. You're, they're, oh, going, no they're going to kill me, the newsreaders. All right, listen, thanks, listen, Emma. Go. Have a great day. See you, Emma. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.